0: Indie
1: Left, Indie Left
0: News and politics
1: and all the rest So much to do on the YouTube So they curate a list for you Do you want to watch your favorite creator Or have a chat on Discord later Well you better get hip to Indie Left Indie Left, Indie Left dot news
0: Good evening, everybody. Happy Saturday night! Wow, this is weird. uh So it's Saturday night, and it is Indy. How are you? Hi, how is everybody? There are some really special people in chat I can see already, and I'm so happy that they're here. <clears throat> uh, I'm so happy to have this guest here, who is a a, a dear friend of the network and someone who I've been a, a deep admirer of for quite a while. They can't see you yet. It's just me so far, but cheers. Um, and so I just want to say hi to everybody. I have my little spiel I want to do and greet everyone before you they end up seeing you first, sir. Um, but I wanted to say welcome, everyone, to Friends of Indie Left. Thank you for checking this out. Um, I thought that this show would be a great way for all of us to learn a little bit more about the people whose work and analysis that we regularly amplify in Independent Left News and in Leftist.today and in our Discord server, independentleft.gg. Uh, people that we watch every day on YouTube, on Rockfin, on Odyssey, on all the platforms. And the idea behind this show, again, is to learn what what makes these fantastic people tick. There's a reason why we include their content in our aggregator sites, and we want you to see what we see. And I I think a lot of you already do, uh, and some of the people here definitely do. Uh, So for episode five of Friends of Indie Left... Uh, i'm really excited to be joined by a pioneer a friend of in in youtube news in the lefty space and i want to give him a proper introduction because there are not many people who have been truly independent that have been running a five day a week news show for years consistently professionally covering the story of the day covering politicians from a left perspective Without any corporate influence, and I got to give him a ton of credit, and I'm so glad he's here. So I want to welcome in our friend Kit Cabello, who is the the co-host of Hard Lens
1: Media. Welcome, welcome to our show. No, please take a shot. Seeing in the live stream chat a person named Jared Arm says, I never get notifications for hardlands media anymore. And I remember even one time when I commented on Jackson Hinkle's uh live stream, I forget which day it was, but it was a couple of weeks ago, and somebody commented it on there. Oh my god, kick, hardlands media is still around. I-, I thought you guys were done. No, we're still around. It's just YouTube that's silencing and suppress- and suppressing us now. Compared to some of our other fellow colleagues, we're still doing good, but I'm still getting messages from people of why have I been unsubscribed? How come I'm not getting any kind of notifications? And unfortunately, it's out of my control. And that's why I always say on the show, double check and triple check if you're still subscribed. And to everyone watching here, I mean, Heartland's media didn't go anywhere. We're still live every Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube, Odyssey, Rockfin, and now we have a uh, Twitch channel as well. But it's becoming a point to where we're seeing the censorship get out of control. And we've warned about this on our show as have so many other network shows have said the same thing too. The censorship is getting real and it shows that independent media has a power, has a voice. And I'm gonna say the same thing that I've said on my show and I'm gonna say it here on your live stream. What I want to see is a rise of more citizen journalists in this country, nationwide. I don't care what state you're from. I wanna see more citizen journalists and it's not an easy road to go down. It's, most of the time it's gonna be a struggle, but we need to have independent media now more than ever. Let's look at the failure of corporate media. Let's, let's look at some of the recent examples already. Yes, we know about Russiagate. Yes, we know about the failure of WMDs in Iraq, but also, let's look at the recent thing as well. The Hunter Biden laptop in 2020, the New York Post, an authoritative source, was silenced and suppressed by both Facebook and Twitter. And anyone, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people here in the live stream chat, that tried to share that article about the laptop. Mm-hmm. Well, they realized they couldn't share it on their Facebook page or their Twitter page. Yep. Now, again, we also saw recently, too, The Hill was suspended for seven days on YouTube the censorship the algorithm on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram is very real and we need independent media and real independent voices because corporate media is going to fail at it and already shout out to all the wonderful people on Twitter that have showed video clips and articles going back from 2014 to 2015 to even 2016 and 2017 and 2018 as well about the Azov Battalion in Ukraine were every single media was saying that they are neo-nazis but then all of a sudden oh surprise surprise in 2022 there's just a right leaning battalion nothing nothing wrong to see here and then all of a sudden we're seeing the silence and suppression of sputnik and rt all across the european and north american hemisphere um everyone look hardlands media we're on rockfin and odyssey so if you're not subscribed to us on those two platforms or on twitch please do so because it's it's going to get out of hand and you know, when I first started this thing in 2017 with Daniel Lupker, you know, we did this as a response. And I'm pretty sure you, you got some questions about how we got started, but we that, did this.
0: That as was a response. right where I was going. Well, uh-huh. You got me nailed. Well, well, so. We saw in
1: 2016. So, so, I mean, if you want to ask that question, go ahead. I mean, well, yeah, well,
0: but, but even before we get there, I, I want to talk a little bit about, like, before Hard Lens and how you even got, like to the point where you were, did, did you know Daniel before then? Um, where, I know you were in the military, uh, you were, you were ex-military and, and, and how that kind of shaped your political views and, and whether that was more through work and after the military that you kind of made that lefty independent turn. Um, I don't know. Again, I, I don't know very much about you before oh. 2018, 2019. and when I started when I started following you, thanks to our friend Mona in the chat, who I did want to give a big, big shout out to because she's just amazing and Mona is the connector. She's she's the Roger Meadows before there was Roger Meadows. She was dropping super yeah. chats left, right, sideways two years ago, and she really was the bridge. Who to doesn't everyone. love
1: Mona, Mona Car No, wait, 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 hold on. Before I start answering your questions. Let's give it up for the wonderful, outstanding, incredible, beautiful, stunning, commanding, legendary, mystical Mona Carmona, who oh has yeah. captured all of our hearts and how envious I am that she has found someone to take care of her as well. Oh, my God. Mona, Sleepy we love you so much. So love there you it. go. Love you, yes, man. I know. Sleepy Josh, that lucky guy. Oh, Mona, but well, we still love you so much. So there you go. You get, a, you, you, get a, you get so many hearts right there. Everyone in the chat, give a heart to Mona Carmona. Big, uh, but she, Mona. she has been an outstanding voice. And Mona, you have been a strong backbone to the independent media community. You have Damn. been a voice of reason. You have been a spokesperson for those that need help. So Mona, we love you so much. Yeah, Thank cheers. you so much for your support. And thank you so much for connecting all of us together. A cheers to Mona Carmona. And if everyone doesn't give a heart to Mona Carmona right now in the chat, um, well, then I'm going to have to give you a firm deck in the jaw right now. So there you go. So that that is a a threat. Cancel me if you must. But that's for Mona because she's the best there is, best there ever will be. No debates no conversation but so before
0: before hardlands you did military uh other jobs i saw that you were doing some interviewing i saw you with a mic in your hand i don't know if that was in the field for hardlands or beforehand um what else did you do before before you were doing indie media and you dedicated and do it anyone that, that puts their career and puts their life on the line for this i, I give give 100 percent credit to so okay again, so appreciate let's that. let's
1: let's let's talk about the origin of hard lens, but we got to rewind back to clock. So between 2004 and 2008, I served in the United States Marine Corps. My job was rifleman 0300. Um, I did two tours in Iraq. First tour was in Baghdad. The second tour was in this place called Ashraf, which is a story upon itself. But um, after my four years, you know, I wanted to get out and I wanted to expand my education. I wanted to understand the world, maybe understand where I was at too. And I got my education and my political science major degree and my minor in news media and journalism at Northeastern Illinois University. And it was there where I started to realize and look at the fact that we live in a corrupt neoliberal economic system where the democratic and Republican party parties in general, uh, have been screwing over working class Americans, no matter what your generation is, the color of your skin or who you worship. You know, if you're a diehard Republican voter or a diehard Democratic voter, I mean, okay, that's what you feel comfortable with. You're a very good puppet. You're a very good puppet to this neoliberal system. But even to my shame when I voted Democrat just before the 2016 election, and or at least before the general election, because I did support Bernie Sanders in the primary of 2016 and even in the 2020 primary as well. But after that primary, I realized that we were in such a absolute disaster. But before we get to the primary of 2016, because even then, Harlan's media was just still a dream. I mean, it didn't even come into existence yet. Um, obviously I graduated from 20, uh, from Northeastern Illinois University in 2013. And for about 10 months of my life, I was unemployed and I was a completely different person than I am now. Hmm. I was in a very miserable spot and I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I applied to like a hundred different jobs and the only place that hired me (laughs) was Costco. So in 2014, I had, I started my job at Costco and I for a minute there I kind of resigned myself like oh this is where it all leads up to this is my dead end um I got drunk one night very very bad I, look hey I'm gonna be real with you guys okay I was I was in a bad spot 2014 going early 2015 I was in a really really bad spot and I'm gonna say three letters that might offend or get people upset but I was watching a live stream of TYT, Young Turks, and they were talking about Wolfpack. And I remember these words from Jake Uber, and I will take these words as my own, but it had to be about Wolfpack and getting money out of politics. And the words he said was, don't be that person who said they wish you could have helped. And I took those words to heart, and I joined Wolfpack. And that's where I met my good friend, Daniel Lupker. And so many other wonderful people, uh, where we actually got in one year in 2015, the, the entire Senate of Illinois, Democrat senators in Illinois, and the Democratic House of Representatives in Illinois, including Michael Madigan. And if you if to our audience, to your audience, if you don't know who Michael Madigan is, I mean, he is the longest, he was at one point the longest speaker of the House in any state in American history, but also was an important figure in designing the Illinois democratic machine, which is by far the most corrupt machine to ever exist. And the fact we got Michael Madigan, yeah, Hey, let's get money out of politics. It's a miracle upon itself, but we got Senate joint resolution passed. But after we got SJR 42 passed, um, when I came up with the plan of making Illinois Wolfpack to be the hub of helping out our neighboring Midwestern States, Wolfpack kind of uh, thumbs it it down.
0: Oh, they didn't like that idea. And so
1: I was, yeah, and I was going through the numbers and just like, okay, I'll just help keep on training new volunteers for Wolfpack. But during the 2016 election cycle, especially during the primary, um, I was following more about the Bernie Sanders campaign. I was really supportive of it. Um, And my friend, Daniel Lucker, who just recently came back from Iowa Uh, supporting a Bernie Sanders Rally, reached out to me and said, hey, would you like to be part of this radio program at Q4 Radio? And I said, okay, because in my life as as a kid, I remember the early days of the shock jock radio era. And I always kind of wanted to be like one of those commentators, one of those spokespeople on radio. You know, and I remember the days of Howard Stern and Opie Nancy and Manpow and all the other people oh, sure. who were the, the, you know, the shot shots there. But I was never going to kind of go down that era. But I was always like, yeah, I would like to be on radio, you know, that kind of stuff. And we were on Q4 for radio uh, for a while. And I broke with Wolfpack and eventually it was TYT after the New York primary, where I'll never forget this. I was at Walgreens and we just got done wrapping up a program at Q4 radio. And this was the night of the New York primary in 2016. And I was watching TYT at the time and I was moving fast. You know, I was listening to the radio, uh, listening to the show via my headphones. As we're talking about the, the, the New York primary and how the votes were, were tallying in, and everything was already looking like BS because there was election fraud. Because of Brooklyn. On
0: because of Brooklyn. I was watching yeah, especially, that night especially,
1: too. Especially for those of you who remember the New York primary. We were watching that um, night too.
0: Yep, I was watching.
1: Yeah, uh, so um, I.
0: Hmm. So you're watching the Brooklyn primary?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the primary. And I'll. Again, to anyone that wants to correct me on this, I'll apologize. But this is how I remember it. I'm buying a pizza, a frozen, you know, you know, DeGino's pizza. I managed to pay it, you know. I'm let's, I'm doing everything with one hand, because I got one hand with the cell phone, pulling out my wall, pulling out the money, because because I, oh, I want to, you know, at least get some dinner before everything else happens. So I walk to my car. The New York primaries are being called for Clinton. And I'll never forget these words. And again, audience, if you want to correct me on this, I'll apologize, but this is how I'm remembering it. So if I'm getting senile, correct me on it. <laughs> I remember these words, and I hope I'm wrong, but I remember them because they were etched in my brain. After New York was called for Hillary, I remember the words from Cenk Huger. Jimmy Dore, who was still a part of TYT at the time, was right there beside him. And Cenk said these words like this. How do we help Hillary Clinton? And I remember Jimmy just kind of turning to the side of Jake. like, and he gave this look, like, what? Like he didn't say anything. I know Jimmy didn't say anything, but Jimmy looked at Jank, and I, even I was frozen there for a minute too. Like, what? What did you just say? Help Hillary Clinton. And then after a while, as TYT was starting to kind of somewhat semi promote Clinton before the uh, Philadelphia uh, convention, mm-hmm. Democratic Convention in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I was starting, I eventually sent in my resignation to Wolfpack because I felt that was jank being the head of Wolfpack and TYT. You know, when you have, when you're talking about supporting Hillary Clinton, you are breaking the very principles of what Wolfpack is all about. Clinton is about getting money out of politics. I mean, Clinton is all about money and politics. Money and politics,
0: politics corrupt right. as they
1: can get. Yeah, and I felt that I was betraying the principles of it. And I'll never forget the words of Donald Trump during the first Republican primary debate, which was the most honest moment in American politics ever. Which was, "I give these people money and they do what I say." And. That, again, Trump said the loud part quiet. I mean, said, said the quiet part loud. Sorry. Uh, absolutely. Said the quiet part loud. I give these people money and they do what I say, being the politicians. And I just, I just had up there with TYT and Wolfpack. I was like, no. No, this is not it. This is wrong. And so Daniel and myself and a few other people, uh, when we were just kind of starting to tiptoe into radio and YouTube, uh, we went to Philly. Mm-hmm. to cover the convention to talk about it and we talked to a lot of bernie sanders delegates and bernie sanders volunteers and all of their stories were the same yep all their stories were the same yep we They were got harassed shot by out. clinton supporters they were physically assaulted by clinton supporters uh, they were yelled at by clinton supporters and it was all this, the stories were all the same and i'm actually proud of this moment Daniel Lupker and myself, so Mona, you probably know this, so shout out to Mona, but uh, Daniel and myself, uh, we actually snuck in at the Wells Fargo Center the day when Clinton was going to be named as the nominee of the Democratic Party. And we didn't go through the basement, we didn't go through the ceiling, we didn't go through any back doors or any kind of hidden entrances. We went through the front door in Philly. Nice. Oh, no, 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 no. So here's what happened. Here's what happened, right? So Daniel had the camera gear and equipment. So he looked like a professional cameraman, right? He had the microphones and everything, and I had nothing on me. And so the person that uh, was able to get us snuck in. Uh, you know, he, he got Daniel through cause Daniel couldn't pull it off. Cause he had, he had all the camera equipment. So he was like, Hey, look, I got this camera gear. I'm, I'm here with the press, you know, all that good stuff. Um, sure. myself, I had nothing. So I'm thinking, Shit, how am I going to pull this off? So, uh, and there's a few other people that are trying to sneak in too. And I didn't want Daniel to be there by themselves. So I kind of aggressively pushed myself forward cause I didn't want to leave my friend Daniel in there by himself. himself. Like, sure. Hey, where, where's 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 Kid? Because i because there's some details I'm leaving out because I don't want to say any.
0: Of course, no, here. no, so, we have we have to withhold names for for the innocent. That's right to protect it. Yeah. protect the innocent. So,
1: <laughs> so uh, Daniel and I are, um, you know, walking through, and uh, you know, or at least Daniel's already inside the Wells Fargo Center. The dude who's trying to let me in. Oh my God, I still want to punch him in his mouth. He, he gave me the he gave me like the pass to get inside, but he's like, stay away from me. Don't go don't, don't walk too close to me. Don't walk too far away from me. And I'm like, dude, why are you broadcasting it so loud? And as we get to the security center, he's kind of shaking. He's shaking in his boots. And I'm looking at him like, dude, you've done this for a few other people. And the fact that you're shaking like a twig in a hurricane. It's like a big broadcast single, but thankfully the security guards suck. And I'm just thinking like, okay, cause I'm, call, I'm like, all right. Like, you know, I, I had to kind of make myself look busy, you know, look like moving my watch, all that kind of good stuff. I'm like, all right, hey, there you go. The guys let me through and I get on, I get past the security guard and he's like, quickly, g- g- give me that pass. And I'm like, okay, dude, calm down. And then he says, I hope no one's noticing me. And I said, and I just, I look back as he's walking so scared. And I'm thinking, dude, if I'm arrested and I see you in the prison cell next to me, I'm gonna <laughs> have my hands around your fucking neck because you are broadcasting yourself so loud. So uh, I'm thinking, okay, if anything happens, I gotta find Daniel. I gotta find Daniel as fast as possible, man. Right. So uh, I'm walking over and I did a whole circle inside the Wells Fargo area, like, hey, where Daniel, where are you at? Where are you at? And the original thing was, you know, so we're in there. And we're trying to film at least what's going on, but there was a lot of miscommunication that was happening. And so what we decided to do was film what was happening to the Bernie Sanders supporters and the Bernie Sanders delegates. And honestly, the way the Clinton supporters were acting, I couldn't tell the difference between them and the most diehard, radical Trump supporters, the way they were assaulting Bernie Sanders supporters and Green Party uh, supporters. It was... It was the most shocking thing I ever saw. And I remember walking out of the Wells Fargo Center thinking, oh, my God, there is a 50-50 chance that Donald Trump's going to win this thing. And there are so many people that don't understand the severity of Trump and why Clinton is such a terrible choice. And, of course, Bernie Sanders cucked out and acted like a little bitch. And so after Philly,
0: you
1: know, I I was kind of like resigning myself like, "Okay, this is a bunch of bullshit. Um, nothing's ever going to happen. It was a great dream to be on radio. It was a great dream to do these things, but you know what? Fuck it. No more. But in January of 2017, I get a phone call from Daniel Lucker. And he says, hey, kid, let's try this again one more time. I got an idea. We're going to build an independent media network. But we're in a race against 100,000 other people. Hmm. And there's a 100% certainty that we're going to fail. Do you want to do it? Me being crazy. (laughs) Yeah, sure thing, buddy. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's either we shit or we get off the fucking pot. Fucking why not? Round two. Bring it on. We ain't going nowhere. Love it. So... Hard lens media. Oh, so, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm kind of going off a tangent. So, I'm pretty sure you got a question of how Hard Lens Media got started, or do
0: you do want to? Well, add, add well, yeah, story? that's exactly kind of weird. evolution of Hard Lens. Secrets to building an indie channel were really the next the next notes that I had. So, you're you're just sweat- segueing and you're making it really easy to do an interview without having to actually ask the question. So,
1: <laughs> all right, hold on. First, this, this is what happens when,
0: when you get the professional interviewer uh on camera with you he can't help but do the interview himself of himself uh i love this guy that's that that's why i love uh, this guy so again night riding with kit one of the things we need to do for you by the way is we need to get you a thumbnail for when you go live in your late nights like and give it a title, Night Riding with Kit, and then you give it a, a, a title, and like oh, that becomes well, the show. Yeah, that, that would be great. And that like, was actually, know. that was actually, I got to give Reef credit on that one. So, so Night Riding you know with what? Kit is a hundred percent the name, the, the name of your evening late night stream should be.
1: You know what? I, I I will never forget was the thing with David Hasselhoff with you know Kit the Night Rider because mm-hmm. I used to get that. I mean, I mean, of course, there's always Kit Kat bar. Give me a break. And by the way, there's 400 different flavors of Kit Kats in Japan. Um, so for those of you who don't know, there's oh, like I do. Kit Kat Strawberry Cake, Kit Kat Tea, Kit Kat Coffee, Kit Kat Orange. You know, you get a whole bunch of different flavors of Kit. So uh, ladies, <laughs> if you want all the flavors. The many flavors of your Kit. boy Kit. Love so it. So there you go. Uh, and then, of course, and there's uh, Knight Rider. So, I mean, maybe so, but I'll never forget how the uh, voice of Knight Rider would give sarcastic comments, to, not only to uh, Michael Knight, but right? even to some of the occasional women guests. Like, "says you woman," <laughs> "says you woman," <laughs> or or is it that I don't think that works, Michael? So nice. there you go. Uh, but no, no, shout sh- uh, out! I, I love that show because uh, that, that 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 was yeah. Like now that show has a special place in my heart. And uh, Mona Carmona saying. The many flavors of Kit. That's right, mona That's 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 a fact. It'll always be right
0: here. Heart, heart. Oh, look at that. That's a nice. So there heart. we go. Beautiful. oh so, right, yes, so, formation uh, of hard lens. Like so, you guys. So, so you guys were in, the were in the world's Fargo Center. You go home after. You know, you saw the election happen, and you saw TyT completely sell out. You watch Jimmy and Anna scream at each other. Look, I was getting big into TyT then too. I'll. Sadly, you know, kind of admit, but they were different network kind of then. I mean, they were, look, yeah, they, they were. started Justice Democrats right afterwards. And we were at least inspired, just like you were. And like, hey, let's find some non-corrupted candidates. We'll put some of these people in office. We'll start to change this and we'll start to put some pressure on, on Nancy, as you like to say. And Nancy, Matt, No, 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 no. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you. Nancy. That's right. Nancy
1: Pelosi. Nancy. So, Nancy so,
0: So, so that being said, because I'm going to steal all your catchphrases now, we, uh, you know, you come to 2017. Daniel says 100,000 people are going to do the same thing. There's a 100 percent chance it's going to fail, and you say you're in. So, how do you start? Like, do you guys start just like kind of live streaming from your own houses with webcams like
1: this? Did you get studio space? How did you start? Um, you know when they say uh, work harder, uh, work smarter, not harder, we work harder, maybe a little not smarter. What we did was we started off on the streets and the sidewalks of Chicago. We went out and covered the activist groups, the organizers, the candidates that were setting up rallies. We were on the streets of Chicago. That's how we got started.
0: Love it. We
1: were uploading content, doing live streams. We were out there on the grind. We were marching with all these wonderful people. And mind you, look, I know things are different now with how we're doing hard lens media, but we do want to go back out there and have a true dedicated team to actually cover those things properly. But that's what Daniel Lucker and I did with the galaxy S seven cell phone. That's what we did.
0: Fucking awesome.
1: And it was gradual over time. How we do it. and before we got our first studio space, um, I'll never forget these words. I don't know why that why I'm kind of, kind of start tearing up now. Why am I? Um, maybe because I miss it. I, I miss being on the field a little bit. I mean, it's it's a lot of it's it's not fun. Need to see adrenaline. Out there maybe. But uh, we were in Oak Park, and uh, I'll leave this person's name anonymous because I want to protect her identity stuff, right? But what she said to us wasn't shocking. Right? She turned to us and said, I've seen you guys all over the place covering these activist groups and organizers. You're doing such great work. Where are your people from NBC and CBS? We were in Park covering like a $15 minimum wage. Where are they at? We've reached out to them. You're the only ones here. What's going on? And I said to her, well, uh, we don't know anyone. Name the Chicago Affiliates and um, we don't know anyone there but we are here we are here Mm -hmm. and she said to us yes you are here and I won't forget it Mm. and um, that meant something I mean I didn't know I made a impact on, on a person like that that we are here hardlands media team and uh we were nowhere near where we're at now and of course YouTube silencing us that's a whole other thing we'll get into that later but um, it meant something it really really meant something where she said I'm so happy you are here We did that, and we were doing this for a while. And then uh, our wonderful colleague, Lady Peterson, uh, hooked up with us. And uh, she said, hey, guys, why don't you get back onto radio?
0: And Daniel and
1: I were like, okay, let's do it. Let's get onto radio. And that's when we first started at Q4 Radio, and uh, it was such an adrenaline to be – back on the radio program. And we're only on Saturdays at 12 p.m. Um, sadly, we never got our analytics. We kept asking for almost a whole year, how many people are tuning in to a radio station? And, you know, And again, and again for, for those people who are gonna wondering like, where we're at now, like there's reasons why we wanted to get our own space because we just got tired of managers and people telling us what the fuck to do. Mm. Especially when we're on radio, because we ran to so many, at least higher tier activists, you know, organizers who were telling us, Well, you need to do this. You need to do that. Maybe you two should be running Hardlands. Maybe you have us get involved. And I'm like, Well, you didn't found this thing, and you don't even know what we really got to do. Because eventually we got into another radio station, and then we got into Can TV a public access television network which we're Hmm. back on right now but during that time that was a pretty big deal because we knew nothing about running a radio station or having to run a tv series and we had about three seasons on can tv and that was a lot of fun that was uh some really big earth-shattering stuff right there because Hmm. i never thought i'd have a tv show or two radio programs and the thing is um it, it started to get real annoying when we had a a lot of people tell us that you need to do this you need to do that and maybe you need to watch how, what you say about democrats maybe you need to watch what you say about this group or that group maybe you need to be more like nbc maybe you need to be more like cnn and you see where this is going and daniel and i were not having any of that because it's it's one thing to be looking on the outside and be like okay maybe i do something a little bit different than these guys but don't be an armchair general and start telling people, here's how you need to run your program. And when we finally got onto YouTube, because we got tired of really the radio stations and TV not really telling us stuff. Well, wait, more or less, the TV station was all right. But the radio programs, we were, we were just kind of being left in the loop. So Daniel and I decided, OK, we need to do our own thing. And we need to get a space of our own to where no one is telling us what the hell to do. And that was important. We didn't want anyone to tell us what to do, so we started the show in Daniel's apartment. Uh, <laughs> just doing the show, so it was uh, myself, Daniel Upker, and a few other people. Kira, and Lainey joined us, of course. We had a few other individuals as well. Um, but after that was done, you know, we couldn't just be doing the show at Daniel's apartment. You know, just that's not what we wanted to do. So we wanted to get our own studio space that would be more legit. So this is where the wonderful, incredible Mona Carmona probably remembers us. That's where we got into uh, our studio space way up on the north side with the Brown Line station. So that's where a lot of people might remember us from with the fake brick wall right behind us. I think we all remember that. Yeah, that's that studio space. Or do you remember that or no?
0: I don't know if I remember that. I didn't come on really till about 2020.
1: Oh really? Well, no, no, we 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 still had the the fake brick. Yeah, the free the fake brick uh, wall. I do yeah. remember in the studio yeah.
0: space, sure.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So so that was that was our space, and that was our first studio space where we had everything going on. And in 2019 especially in twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty, I mean things were looking good for Hard Lens. We were growing, we were expanding, but then came our first strike from YouTube. That's when the internet suppression really started to take place. And the censorship really got out of control. And so we had to reevaluate how we run our studio. And that's when we created the parent company for Hard Lens, which was 99 Perspectives. And so 99 Perspectives, if, you, if, if anyone wants to check it out, especially if you know anyone in the city of Chicago that wants to do their own programming or show, go to 99perspectives.tv. Uh, we are creating our own radio station, and we have our own different studio sets uh, on our fifth floor view of the city of Chicago, which is downright incredible. I, lo- I love that spot. Oh,
0: already. I love the pictures that you, t- you take from there and the, and the video that you yeah. shoot beforehand. gorgeous.
1: Dude, I mean, I, no, man, I literally love that spot. That, plus, it's free. I, I got, we got our own parking spot, and just like a little inside joke, like for me, for parking, it's, it's difficult. And I'm so glad I got a space where uh, an area where I can park and not have a headache. I mean, that's the best freaking feeling in the world getting a parking spot and not looking for a half hour on where the hell to park. Because that's just driving me nuts. Is there, so, a, sign, is there you, a sign
0: on your parking spot or is it painted? Does it say? No, no. no but you I don't. So, you don't someday, advertise.
1: <laughs> so, so, someday. Someday there's going to be a uh, parking spot for Kit Cabello. Mark here and you will die under the severest terms. Right. So there you go. Um, but so we created, so Daniel Lephler created 99 Perspectives and we wanted to at least create a network where, look, if news is going to be suppressed, we're going to create other channels that can at least help out the studio and help out Harlan's media in the long run. And again, shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters that have been building up our network and have been supporting us in the long run. I know we've read your name out loud a lot of times on the show, but seriously, the Patreon supporters are what's keeping us alive, and now we have about, give me a minute here, we have Hard Lens Media, Chicago Corner, Chicago Reacts, Chicago Reacts, Chicago Plays. we've got about five channels. 99
0: Perspectives?
1: Uh, Under 99 Perspectives, yeah.
0: Do they have their own channel too, 99 Perspectives?
1: Um, Not yet. Yes and no, yes, yes. and no, um, but it's, it's, it's just nine app Perspectives is the name of our studio, which, you know, controls everything um, in, in, our, in our spot, and so now we're, we've been stagnant at the number of 39,700 drivers, yeah. and it's been like that for a while, and I'm just going to give you just a little statement that was given to us by somebody who is very authoritative, Someone who is very reliable, and someone who has uh, been a good friend of our show. Uh, basically, what this individual said: in all reality, if you were not suppressed, Harlan's media at the bare minimum would be at two hundred and fifty k subscribers. It's it, it's and exciting. this person, this person, I'm going to keep them anonymous. Um, said it was absolute confidence, like here's here's how you're getting screwed over and they talked this over to us with Daniel Upger and myself. And you know on the one side we're like oh shit we, we will never see that number in our lifetime because one we started really late in the game for YouTube. And on the other hand it's just like that it's 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 it's, it's a really tough game. So even when I say I'm a show I want to see more citizen journalists I know for a lot of people, especially starting off now, it's a tough thing to do, but we need to see more citizen journalists in this country nationwide, no matter what state you're in, we need to have more accountability because corporate media is nothing more than a neoliberal nightmare. And I'm really happy where we're at right now, from our lens, but my main goal is to get us to grow even larger to where... You know, ideally, I would like us to be at a million subscribers on YouTube, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So thankfully, we're on Odyssey. Thankfully, we're on Rockfin and on Twitch as well. But it's still not enough. And it's it's just a situation where, you know, we know things would be different if YouTube and big tech and corporate media and our two-party system weren't on the super fast rush of censorship. and. It's just been a very tough road to be on. And now recently, um, I think a lot of people notice that Daniel's not on the show as much because I'm right now running Hard Lens and he's now running all the behind the scenes for Hard Lens and 99 Perspective. So he's taking care of all that. So all of Hard Lens and Chicago Corner are under my control and my goal is at least get Hard Lens Media to be stable to where we can grow. And hopefully we meet our, meet our Patreon goal as well but also at the same time to grow Chicago corner because in 2023, we're going to have our city municipal elections and it's becoming very difficult to be a content creator on that platform for YouTube, which once used to be a full-on meritocracy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's really funny because you just led into my next, my next topic and that it's a big one, which is censorship, censorship, multi-platforms, and even discord, which is, One of the things that you guys, I I have to commend you and give you guys credit for is that you recognize the power of connecting with your audience and what Discord could potentially do for you as a network, as a content creator, as an independent, in a way to one-on-one connect with people. I've never seen anything quite like it personally, but you're one of the first of the game on Rockfin and you've got a substantial footing on Rockfin. Again, YouTube is definitely suppressing you, but what I love that that what you guys have done was the diversification to get yourselves on other platforms early on. I remember you were one of the very first streamers on Odyssey, and I give you a lot of credit for that. A lot of people don't even know that, but I know that because I'm a fan, I'm a supporter, I'm a patron, and, uh, and I've been there along for that ride since you guys got started on that platform. I also was an early uh, adopter on that platform, and I'm a big believer in Odyssey, and we're live on Odyssey on my channel right now. Um, and I think that they they've got a lot of potential as a platform. So I wanted to to, to hear your take uh, also on some of the newer platforms that have come up, like Telegram, Rumble. I saw that you guys have a Twitch channel, but it seems like you don't you don't stream out to Twitch very much. Um, no, we we
1: we we've recently just started twitching. So, oh, good. Um, or streaming on Twitch. So uh, in fact, the past week we've been streaming on Twitch. So for those of you who may not remember, we did set up a backup channel. Uh, called HLM, which was basically Lens media, but Mm -hmm. uh, that was on YouTube, but now we're no longer streaming on HLM. We're streaming on Twitch, Odyssey, Rockfin, and YouTube. So let's actually talk about alternative platforms. First of all, um, specifically, shout out to Rockfin and Odyssey. We're really happy with what those two platforms can do. Um, Obviously, they could do more there's a lot more that they can do to help out content creators. Um, but, you know, right now, Odyssey is in the fight for its life against the uh, FEC. Yes, the
0: SEC, the FEC, right.
1: Which is which is a bunch of bullshit. I think the FCC is going after Odyssey is downright criminal on the FEC's part. Um, and hopefully Odyssey will win because right now they're dealing with the monolith of the FEC. Um, but I think that they have what it takes to really win this fight. Um, Same thing for Rockfin. Rockfin's like a co-op, working co-op kind of thing. Um, And these two platforms do have what it takes, but a lot of people are so indoctrinated to YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. I don't think a lot of people are fully aware what Rockfin and Odyssey can do, not only for them, but for the content creators they support. Because look, it wasn't too long ago, YouTube used to be the backyard for regular people. And then came in MSNBC, CNN, Fox, ABC, CBS, and all the other corporate media outlets. And they moved on to into YouTube and YouTube started, the algorithm started favoring, you know, corporate television, cable television. When, in fact, there was a reason why people started tuning away from corporate TV because it was BS as it is BS right now. And I would say to everyone that's watching this, no matter what platform you're on, unsubscribe from CNN, unsubscribe from Fox News. Don't don't help the algorithm by watching their programming. Because who trusts corporate media now? Nobody. Look, corporate media lied well, to Too many Russia
0: people, Russia actually, Russia, unfortunately. Russia. Too many people are trusting corporate media Corporate media, media lied Russia. to about
1: Russia again. Corporate media lied to about the fact that, oh, no. Uh, hey, that Hunter Biden laptop story, it's, it's just fake news. Turns out now- 10, 10, No, not so much. later, New York Times confirmed it. And there's a lot of shady stuff on Hunter Biden's laptop and stuff that I can't even say, especially since they're streaming on YouTube. Thank you. But there's some uh, well, very sensitive material on Spicy, there. Spicy, awful, uh, very, awful,
0: disgusting okay, okay. stuff. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Some disgusting crap. So, you know, it's it's for me, I, I, I hope that Odyssey and Rockfin can give get enough traction to where people start supporting them. And look, the RE token and the library token, uh, RE being for uh, Rockfin Ethereum, And then of course there's library token for Odyssey. Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, you know, we look at uh, um, e-currency, there's potential there for it to help out, you know, independent content creators where they're not just worried about what what YouTube would do to them. And uh, there's more freedom to where you can actually promote a program, do a show and not worry about getting censored. But this is the nightmare we're in because YouTube is never going to regress backwards towards what they once used to be, which was a meritocracy.
0: And it's commercial-free. It more... yeah.
1: Just remember, and, and, it's all
0: commercial-free. That's the selling point to me of Rockfin and, and Odyssey. YouTube is, unless you're paying 10 bucks a month, you're being plagued and served so many freaking ads like constantly if you're not buying YouTube Premium. Now, if you're buying YouTube Premium, you're killing the ads. Still... You're spending $10 a month just for that privilege to have what you're already getting for free on Rockfin and Odyssey. And they're backing up all the YouTube. People are streaming live to there. I've even hear, now started to hear radio stations in the New York metro area are streaming live to Odyssey. So they're now starting to get promoters as a platform outside of independent lefty spaces, which is really exciting. Now, the other thing is we we've been told forever Odyssey is a right-wing platform. Well, wait a minute. The only way it's a right-wing platform is about the content creators. It's a platform. So let's make it left-wing and at least balance it out by hard Hardlands being there, by Independent Left being there, Slow News Day. Everybody in, in our space has basically been already been on um, on Odyssey for a while. I saw Richard Redhurst luckily, uh, thankfully, recently just set up uh, an, an Odyssey channel as well for himself. And and that's already got a, a substantial amount of subs. That guy's blowing up. I'm so happy for him. He's just awesome. Mona, yeah. by the way, I dropped an, uh, a a referral invite link to to subscribe to our Odyssey channel in the chat for everyone.
1: Yeah, Mona, Mona, get on Odyssey. What's wrong with you? Come on, Mona. I'm uh, calling you out. What the, what is going on with Mona Carmona not being on Odyssey? Hashtag. She just
0: signed up. There she goes. She says she just signed up. See go. that? We love her. Right. She's so great. All
1: right. All right. There, She's there a super she supporter. Is the and I lost my chance. I said, Don't worry, Mona. I saw that live stream chat. We said, Oh, kid, but I, I reached out to you, and I was like, oh, I'm yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry
0: now. Oh, there's, there's now I lost
1: it. My heart is broken. Oh, so the there. red
0: hearts. You, you guys are too I much. Know. All right. Uh, oh, well. So, yeah, Patreon again. You guys do a Patreon show. You guys figured out how to do some exclusive stuff uh, and provide content for both Patreon as well as. Rockfin, I love that you guys also do an exclusive Rockfin show. That's one of the things yes. I know that Martin is is big about is having some kind of exclusive premium content to the, you know, specifically to so, to the channel. So
1: I, I, I'll explain why we're doing the Rockfin premium show. The whole idea to do that is so that we, we, look, obviously the YouTube algorithm is triggered by, and again, I don't want to get your live stream in trouble, but there is, an individual somewhere in the European hemisphere who was a whistleblower who was in the fight for his life. No. Uh, no, we, we, I don't care. Hemisphere.
0: We say his name all day long. Free, free, free Julian Assange all day long. Free, free Julian.
1: Okay, fine. I, I didn't know. I didn't no, know how no, were no, no. for your we, because we gotta, But you do have to be careful. I just want to make sure for that.
0: No, I for I that, screw, screw tube on, on that one. The, let them. Let but all again, right. we're live on Odyssey so, too. So there's Julian
1: Assange, there's Edward Snowden, these whistleblowers. And we want to do an exclusive show that will at least cover these individuals and what they're in, in, what they're dealing with, what they're fighting against. And of course, um, you know, and I've, I've, been hes- I've been I've been, I've um, been not hesitant, but I've been trying to reach out to a few people who would be able to be on our Rockford show. Obviously, we're on 3 p.m. Uh, every Thursday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, do our Rockford exclusive show. And I know a lot of people have busy schedules, but we're trying to get like guests on our show for a Rockfin exclusive content because um, that way they're able to speak their minds freely. It's a half hour show, but I mean, at least there we can start talking about some controversial subjects that YouTube won't let us talk about.
0: Hell yeah. And
1: I, that's, and that's one of the reasons why we really support Rockfin uh, and, and Odyssey too, to, to an extent too, because Odyssey has been very good to us. Rockfin has been good to us. And the thing is, when we need to reach out to people at Odyssey and Rockfin, we get a personal response, and not just an automatic response from the machine like you would get from YouTube. So mm. uh, Rockfin and Odyssey, we've had some very positive interactions.
0: Everybody um, talks about Jamie. Her- Everybody talks about Jamie at Rockfin, that he's great. And the tech has been getting better slightly, but it's been a while. Uh, but they they they've got an Android app now, and that was a big thing, and, and having that ready. Um, the other big thing about Rockfin, you know, Max Blumenthal does an exclusive show there, and you've got uh Alex Rubenstein does an exclusive show there, the pro pro democracy pod. I think that again, Misty, you know, when when you're getting banned from YouTube, you've got your Rockfin channel, and you've got that as to to lean on and and to rely on, thankfully. So. Again, I I love what you're doing on that platform, and and everyone I, I like is on that platform, and you know you don't need to subscribe to the premium content. There's tons of free stuff on there for you uh, on the Hardlands channel. If you want to support, the best thing is is that for ten bucks a month you get premium content for the whole platform. Martin, I'm doing a I'm doing a free commercial for you for for your platform again, because <laughs> so I love shout out. Shout, uh,
1: yeah, no, no but see, but seriously, shout out to Odyssey and Rockman. They they've been very good but see the thing is this is where we're getting at in the realm of censorship especially after january 6th where you have members of the democratic party and the republican party on board for immediate censorship and suppression look what happened to convo couch yeah look what happened to uh ford fisher even look what happened the status Quo when they were covering what happened at january 6th their individual videos were taken off demonetized by youtube But yet, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC use their clips, their video imaging, and yet YouTube says CNN, that's okay. Fox News, that's okay. MSNBC, that's okay. CBS, that's okay. ABC, that's okay. This is the double standard. And yet, all the times that MSNBC has gotten their facts wrong, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram have indicated that they're okay because they're authoritative. But yet, these are the same media outlets that lie to us day in, day out. And I don't want to even just focus on the thing with Ukraine because we're seeing this insane war. And mind you, I want to be very clear. I'm anti-war through and through, be it anything the United States does or Russia does. Because every minute that this conflict continues to go on, we're at risk of the nukes being dropped and we got mushroom clouds in the sky. And I don't want to see that. This, This entire war that we're seeing in Ukraine is a failure, not only on Russia's part, but on on NATO and the Biden-Harris administration, where they decided to poke a crazy bear, and they're surprised all of a sudden the bear would attack. Like, no shit, Sherlock. And then, of course, we get this madness and hypocrisy of, oh, Ukraine this, Ukraine that. Whereas they're ignoring the Azov Battalion, and ignoring the fact that in 2014, the United States spent billions of dollars to do a coup in Ukraine. Very similar to how the United States is doing coups in Venezuela, Central America, other South American countries, other Central American countries, or like how what America did to Libya, where it stabilized the government, and now there's open slave trade happening. There's, the, of course, the crisis in Syria, the genocide in Yemen, and so many other locations. We did this all that. This is a failure. <laughs> it, 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 it's It's such a failure. And the thing is, corporate media still gets to keep on covering the stories. Do you think big tech like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube are going to hold them accountable? No, because of course, if we rewind back the clocks, remember, corporate media was so jealous of people like PewDiePie because he was so popular, or people like Joe Rogan because they're so popular. But the thing is, there's reasons why PewDiePie, Joe Rogan, um, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore. Uh, why, 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 am I, why am I why am I getting blacked out? Of the other guy that's right right now being vilified.
0: Oh, uh, Russell Brand.
1: Russell Brand. Thank you so much, Russell Brand. Um, you know, all these mm-hmm. people are being vilified. What? Why? Will why are they so popular? Because obviously, Rachel, uh, Rachel Maddow, and all the other fans at MSNBC or CNN or ABC or Fox News mm-hmm. or CBS—all these other outlets—people will not trust the corporate media anymore because corporate media has lied and lied and lied, or got the facts wrong. And only then, a few months later, do they admit, oh, well, we got this wrong. Oops, that's not how journalism works because you have corporate outlets controlling the media. You have corporate outlets dictating to the media and dictating to the people who are supposed to be reporting news what you're supposed to say. And if you don't say things right, they'll lose their advertisers. So, you know, again, at the end of the day, and again, shout out to Jimmy Dore because he talked about this too, where when he was on Tucker Carlson's show, he asked Tucker Carlson, hey, how come you're allowed to talk about Julian Assange or being against the war in Syria? Like, what do you have? And the thing is, Dr. Carlson said, the advertisers are all gone, so I could do whatever I want. He has freedom. And look, there's a lot of things I disagree with Dr. Carlson about, but when it comes down to freedom of speech, Standing against the big tech censorship, uh, standing against these ridiculous regime change wars. Okay, Tucker, if you're all oh, that's there, fine. Hey, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, you could do the same thing too, but they won't because of course we're all still so stuck with this Trump derangement syndrome. See, Trump's not the problem with American politics. See, Trump is a parasite. Trump is is a is a reaction. Towards the neoliberal policies that were created under the Bidens, the Kennedys, mm-hmm. the freaking Kennedys,
0: the Clintons, I, 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 the again, again, sorry, sorry, hold on, a way Go I gotta get this
1: off my chest. Go ahead. I am not a fan of the Kennedy legacy, and I'm not a fan of the Kennedys. I just don't like them. That's including JFK. I just, I really don't like JFK. But anyways, that that might that, that's a story for another day. But anyways, I had to keep that off i'm not i'm not a family um same thing with the bushes uh, same thing with the clintons the obamas the trumps at this point because the trumps are a political family too you got your nancy pelosis non-say nancy pelosis you got your chucky boy schumers you got your mcconnell's you got your lindsey graham crackers you got all these jag off politicians Who've been in power for 20, 30 plus, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And they create this neoliberal nightmare to where they want to control the narrative. And with the rise of the internet, they couldn't control it, but only now, thanks to of course reactionary politics and of course identity politics, and even the fact that you have um, recent new politicians like AOC and super fast rush of censorship and silencing and suppressing people, it's 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 only what they're creating is a horrible. Environment to where no one's gonna trust anything at all, and yet you have outlets like TYT and the Majority Report parroting Democratic talking points all day. Because oh, oh, wait, wait. Now because they got maybe a doorway into corporate media, and now that they're legitimate,
0: even though there's none, TYT, there's none. The, there's no politicians yeah. going on TYT at this point. They're not getting the squad on. What, what are they other than shepherds to Democratic Party? Okay, DSA, they're, yeah, they're essential Jacobin. I, I don't know what they are and who they serve, except to kind of crap on actual activists, which is what you guys are. And that's the next thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that you guys, while you're a news network, you live it on a daily basis. You participate. You raise your hands whenever somebody asks you to participate in an event, like, for example... And I'm ever grateful. The U.S. Solutions Summit. We're coming up on almost the anniversary, amazingly enough, of, of that event. Okay, you guys were part of that. And and you didn't know what it was or who we were. But we were like, we, we got an idea to pull some, some people together and have some panel discussions. And that was awesome. Okay, I also want to shout out that you guys were there at the March for Medicare for All. That you were at the General Strike Summit. That you've been there repeatedly. Okay, and raise I'll your hand. I'll tell
1: you why. Hmm? I'll tell you why we're there. I'll tell you why we did what we did. We wanna be consistent. Mm-hmm. We're against censorship on all forms. And I know in this day and age, there's a lot of people that like certain channels and don't like certain channels. We don't care about that. No matter what independent media network is silenced or suppressed, be it TYT, and I'm just gonna say this here, be it TYT or any other independent media network, if they're silenced or suppressed on YouTube, just like how we did with The Hill, we're gonna to say to YouTube, Revoke that and reinstate their channel because it's important to be consistent because we were hit not once, but five times by YouTube. And you know what? We're still recovering from those five gut checks. And I don't want anyone to go through that. And I'll tell you why we went to bat for you guys and your solution. Because we know what it's like to just be starting off there people on the outside looking in. And there were a lot of people, a lot of people that laughed at Daniel. That ignored us. That said we'll never be anything. You'll always be on the outside. Or here's how you need to run your show. Or this is what you need to do. Or here's what you need to do. Or maybe you and Daniel need to step aside and let someone else take control. We got this. We know better than you. And no, we didn't. And so with you guys running U.S. Solutions, we were there because why not? We know what it's like to be kicked down and to be starting off. So, okay, Harlan's media will stand in solidarity with the U.S. Solutions Summit because it's just not, well, we want to do this because it's it's, it's because we're just starting out. It's because it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Help out those that are trying to do better. And hang on, I'm going to be a little arrogant here. I'm just going to be a little arrogant here. I'm going to be a little smug here. Overly so. I'm just going to say that the March for Medicare for All in Chicago was the best one because we were the ones running it. We were the MCs. Now, we were not the organizers. I want to be very clear. The organizers asked us to be the MCs. So we had no control over who was gonna be the guest speakers or anything, but we put our foot down on this, the organizers. We said this. We do not want to be silenced. We're gonna make sure everyone speaks, and we're gonna make sure everyone has their voice heard. Everyone who needed to speak had their voices heard. And I did something that, you know, and this is just me being a little big head here. But every time I've covered like activists or organizers, you know, when they're speaking at any kind of areas, the one thing that always kind of stood out to me is that the speakers or whoever was running the thing never walked amongst the crowd, never said, Hey, how you doing? Didn't put on Caesar's red cloak and say, I will march amongst the people. Right. Yeah. Of course, mind you, you know, Caesar is, you know he's he's, he's war criminal he's all that stuff right but it's the whole thing of the, the siege of alicia i i i i, I like that because caesar put on his red cloak and stood with his soldiers you walk among the
0: people right
1: yeah walk amongst walk amongst your soldiers and caesar will fight a lot amongst amongst you and during the march for medicare for all chicago uh, rally um after i got done speaking you know and introducing the next speaker i would jump off the stage and walk amongst the people be like hey are you getting enough water how are you doing? Welcome. Good to see you. Shake people's hands. And even talk to the radio guy, or at least the, 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 the stage manager, be like, is everything all good? And he was happy because he was like, I'm glad you're letting people speak. But we had some Democratic politicians that were trying to worm their way on the stage. And they were yelling at me like, how dare you organize this and not bring us involved? Or, kid, we want this person to speak. And I was like, I'm not running a thing. I'm not the organizer. I'm not the lead person in charge. I'm the MC. Right. You got to talk to the organizers there. And I had that conversation not once, but more than 10 times. There's a lot of people who are trying to push their way on the stage. Be like, well, hold on. Wait a minute. I have a list of people that have to speak. You're not on it. You talk to the organizers. I'm the MC. But we, I, I, again, Daniel and I did such wow. a great job being MCs that it kind of looked like we were running the thing. But again, I want to be very clear. We were not the organizers in charge. The organizers did a phenomenal job. But we, because I, I, we, we, we've heard some stories about other March for Medicare for All rallies where people were silenced, like uh, Fiorella and a few other people from the Combo College or Costa Network who were silenced. And mm-hmm. we weren't going to mm-hmm. have that. If you were going to speak at our rally, and if I'm going to be an MC and you're there, you're going to speak. You're going to speak and people are going to hear what you got to say. And I'm just going to say this. I'm going to be arrogant here. Chicago is number one. There's no debate. Just like our pizza. We're number one. I saw some people in the live stream chat already post the New York style. No, it's not. We got four different styles in Chicago. Come at us, bro. We're number one. And everything that Chicago does is great. Why? Because we're the best there is. And best there everyone.
0: Thin, thin crust, thin crust, and 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 brick oven style, uh, I'm down with. And I think Chicago does a pretty decent thin crust brick oven style, but, but I'm certainly not down with the tomato soup that has cheese lined in the in, in the bottom with the dough. So, okay, all right,
1: These are whoa, 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 these are these are these are the Pizza whoa, Accords
0: whoa. 2022. Whoa. Okay, Ed's Whoa. in the chat. He always pizza, pizza's good no matter what no matter what form it takes, and that and and that's the, uh, I the I end result. That.
1: You know, it's got to do it. We're gonna <laughs> have this. You know, let me let me tell you something. About Chicago I know, style. I know where Fee stands. Oh, I know where Fee stands too, and I'll never forget where she posted that rigged election. Uh-huh. Where which is better, Chicago style or New York style? And I honestly have to say there was election fraud in Fiorello's post. She, she committed a election. I, I hope Fiorella hears this, too. I, w- I, the election, I, yes. yes. to, I want to audit the machines. I want to audit the
0: machines. Yes. I want to audit the machines. Mona.
1: Okay, Mona, hold on. I saw you say you like the deep, deep dish. And know, like thin crust. See, look
0: at, look at Mona. Mona's such a politician. Mona. She loves everybody. She Mona. Just, Mona. She figures it out. Mona. She knows. She knows how to appeal.
1: Mona. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Mona. This is a heart. <laughs> this is a heart right here. Mona. Deep dish pizza. Mona, please. Please. Mona. Chicago. Mona. For me. For me. You are the you are. You are the super delicate. It's the pizza. The accord, super delicate. It's the pizza. True democracy. All pizza Screw is good democracy.
0: pizza. Right, right, there right, Mona. Pizza is just good. So so General Strike Summit, I know you've been an advocate for General Strike for a while as well among the people yeah, and, sh- and, and organizing uh, and figuring out how do we fund a General Strike. I think, I think that's really the big question is if we're going to do this, I think the truckers honestly are laying out the, the template now. We've got to get them involved. We've got to stop that flow. And we've got to figure out a way to support them. But now we're looking at what they're doing. They're going after the fa- the funding mechanisms, right? They're going after the platforms. They're going after the individuals that are trying to get involved and amplify this stuff and suppress them. Russell Brand, for example, is a great example of that.
1: Yeah. Well, I- I'll say this about um, the General Strike Summit. Shout out to Revolutionary Blackout Network. Um, I'm going to be on their show next Saturday. So I know I said in the previous uh, previous week that I was going to be on the show this Saturday, but they're holding their uh, third-party summit summit meeting, Mm -hmm. which I think is phenomenal. Agreed. Um, But I'm going to be on their show. And you know what? Revolutionary Blackout Network has been doing something that is groundbreaking, that is promoting mutual aid and talking about issues that the nation, this country, needs to start addressing, and that is helping each other out and building each other up and that's supporting this two-party system that's going to pander to so many people and lie to so many people. So again, I, I'm glad I'm seeing this. I'm glad I'm seeing the rise of organizations or outlets like Revolutionary Blackout Network, like the Mikasa, Mikasa Network, like Jimmy Dore, like Graham Elwood, like Ron Falcone, like so many others. And we need to see more of it. And the thing is, we have to keep ourselves alert on how this environment will change because we have to adapt all the time to how the rules are changing. Look, we saw the Hill get suspended for seven days. They're an authoritative source. We saw what happened to the New York Post. They're an authoritative source. But in 2020, if you tried to share that article about the Hunter Biden laptop on Twitter or Facebook, Twitter and Facebook not only silenced the New York Post, But they silenced anyone that was trying to share that article. And now, two years later, the New York Times is admitting, oh, well, what a shock. Even in direct
0: messages, even in DMs, they were silencing people. You weren't even allowed to share it in a DM. You
1: remember that? Yes, exactly. And this is is the environment we're in. We need to see more independent media. And I want to say this to anyone that's uh, a libertarian, a Republican, a Democrat, a liberal, a socialist, a green, a communist independent, non-affiliate, whatever whatever generation you're part of, the color of skin or who you worship, whether you're religious or atheist, doesn't matter. The point is, freedom of speech is at risk here in this country. And in order to have a strong democracy, you need to have a strong free press that's not controlled by corporations. But we can thank the Democrat Bill Clinton and his presidential administration for supporting the Telecoms Act for Evaluation. making our media landscape the nightmare that it is right now. And now big tech is contributing to the censorship. And you have Democrats that are contributing to the censorship. And then you have people on The View, and then you have U.S. Senator Republican Mitt Romney saying that Tucker Carlson and Tulsi Gabbard need to be arrested under treason. The Department of Justice uh, needs to investigate them and start doing McCarthy-like witch hunts.
0: Literally McCarthyism.
1: It doesn't stop there. When you call for censorship, everyone's on the chopping block. And yep. I know there's a lot of jagoffs out there that are rooting for censorship, that are ruling, rooting for silence and suppression. But the thing is, as soon as the channel that you don't like is gone, guess what? The channels you like are also put on the shopping block because the algorithm is going to hunt down everyone because you have the neoliberal narrative controlling everyone. All these people that are cheering for censorship are also going to be victims of censorship as well. At
0: some point. You Look, they are not
1: democracy or free press if there's going to be censorship. And Do the that. thing is, I get this pushback. Sorry, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute, yeah, I'm so, so sorry. But when you have people that are on board for censorship that are open for the silencing of others because they don't like a perspective point of view, it's only going to create more echo chambers where people cannot communicate. And I will say this right here, right now. There are bad people that abuse free speech. There Mm -hmm. are individuals that will tell lies and hurt other people and give misinformation. But I believe in this truth that is fundamental in my belief in humanity, that the world is filled with good people. And everyone watching this can come up with your own decision on the information that's given to you. But we need to see all perspectives. And it's important for us to see every point of view with an open mind. Now we all have our biases. I'm guilty of having my own biases. You're guilty of having your own biases. But there's a point of being a mature person and looking at different perspectives and point of views and coming up with your own conclusion. And there are bad people that abuse free speech. But I believe that the world is filled with good people to stand up to that minority of bad people that are giving misinformation and hate speech. Because when the people step up and say no more, we're on our path for a better future. But I think so many of us have been trained by the political system, by the corporate media to be obedient little puppies. By being these obedient servants, we're being silent. People just got to stand up and say no more. People got to step up and say, I can make my own decision. We have to build something better. And that's why I'm on board for more independent media networks. I'm on board for more citizen journalists. I want to see the rise of independent people learning for office. Be they running for third party or non affiliate. I don't want to see movements and organizations that are not connected to that frigging swamp bubble in Washington, D.C. We have to do something more. You're not these politicians from Burt. And look, I respect Bernie Sanders and the words that he says, but he's a cock, okay? These politicians are not the knight on the hill that will help us. It's you, you're that person. Mm-hmm. You're that person. Your neighbor is that person. Your community are those people. We are the ones we've been waiting for. That's right. Nobody's that's coming to true. save us but us. That's it.
0: But I was actually going to so talk about the, that's my mind. The, the censorship thing. You know, I remember a year and a half ago or so, Anna Kasparian. she was yelling about censorship, and she was on Jackman, she was interviewing Professor Richard Wolff, and Facebook cut the stream off midstream in the middle of her calling for censorship on somebody else. And I was like, this is exactly what happens when you do that. You know, and sure enough, it came back to my, like, literally within a week. It was exactly what we're talking about. Um So one of the things that I was surprised to learn already tonight is that you worked at Costco. I always want to ask if there's something else that you want to share that people would be surprised to know about you, uh, that you want to share with everybody else and th- that you, you like, that you follow, that you do... Something something that would be completely out of left field. Uh oh, I see you giggling. You got something there. What what, what do we got? All right. Wanna well,
1: know something about Kit Cabello? Mona. Here you go. Sadly, I lost my chance with Mona. I'll never kiss you. <laughs> yes, you did. You, you certainly
0: go. blew it. It's but a, but expected. I know there was a lady.
1: I heard I there blew was it. A,
0: I heard there was a lady uh in, in in the picture at some point. Is there still a lady in the picture? No. No, no. Okay. We're back tonight riding with Kit. Okay. All right. We're back to swiping and uh, left and swiping right. Okay. We're, no, we're- I'm not
1: part of that right now. Right now Kit Mell single sing. So here's 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 uh, here's here's something that's happening. Um for those of you who don't know, um I was on three dinosaur expeditions when I was a kid. Two to Montana and one to South Dakota. I wanted to be a paleontologist um when I was a kid. Going to study Dungeons. Maybe when I'm an old man, I could do that as a hobby. Maybe once all the dragons are slayed and all the monsters are gone, there will be no need for Kit Cabello to speak his mind anymore. And what a relief that would be, eh?
0: It so sounds like Jank. Once we've docked, once we've landed the ship, maybe I'll go do that. That's a, that, that, that's what that reminds me. Don't of. compare like, me to,
1: I don't well, want to well, Jank. Well,
0: well, look, I don't uh, uh, this jank. is 2016, 2017, like like when he was still not 100% shit. And gone corporate yeah. guy when I actually had a closet full of t shirts for those guys. And again, I was lost too. I mean, there wasn't the, the rise of independent media, and, and you didn't know about it. And unless you're like in this world, that's the thing. We have to figure out how do we break through? How do we get past so- the noise, the censorship, get past the. Hundred thousand to one hundred fifty thousand fans of the left. I mean, Jimmy is breaking through now. Russell Brand is yeah, finally, now. finally. Well, t-
1: well, technically, congratulations technically, on te- a million
0: subs. Did they drop them down? Well, below? technically, again?
1: technically, hold on, hold on. Technically, really, if we're really being honest here, Jimmy should have reached a million subs four years ago. Uh, years ago, He yeah? should really be at the bare minimum, and I'm gonna be generous with this at the bare minimum. 3 million, but ideally you should be at 5 million subscribers right now. Yeah, We all know this. We all know this because Jimmy has been screwed over by YouTube a lot. And he has a right to be angry about a lot of things. Same thing as the people at the Gray Zone, Mint Press News, Aaron Maté, Glenn Greenwald. I mean, let's face it, all those guys, especially the teams at the Gray Zone and Mint Press News, have been hit hard by suppression and silence, including Jimmy Dore, who was sneered. You know, I mean those numbers should be a lot higher. The, everybody I mean there's, recover. there's no argument about that. That's everybody recover. Is, That's great. I'm so it's, proud it's, of those it's, guys. It's it's, it's 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 just we we need to push forward. And I also want to acknowledge something that Bonas have said. The world needs a kit. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing instead of studying dino fossils. Hmm. You know, Abona, I actually, you know, a long time ago I found I found a lot of rare dinosaur bones and fossils back in the day. I do miss it. I was ever enthusiastic. Some, Maybe someday I'll go back to my old... I still have so many dinosaur books here in my library that I occasionally look at. And I just wonder, hmm, maybe someday. but it's not today. But there we go. Um, you asked for other uh, secrets or stuff that people don't know about. Yeah, um, right. Any, so, anything
0: you want to share. That's, that's great stuff. I, lo- I love getting that.
1: I never I never knew this until sometime later, but my family has a lot of connections to Japan that I never knew about. Like, not only do we have, like, um, dishware sets and stuff that came from Japan, but my uncle, uh, Bernard, who passed away, he rest in peace, in 2020, was stationed in Japan. I mean, I've got so many relatives and family members that live in Japan. It's, it's, it was really a humbling experience. And especially being in Japan in 2020, before the whole world went upside down, I got a whole new experience and a different perspective of what it's like to be in a different country altogether. And I will never forget it. And I will never forget my time, especially at Hiroshima, where um, I walked inside the Peace Museum. You know, seeing those artifacts of the first atomic bomb dropped, no one in that city or in Nagasaki deserved what happened. There. Those were innocent civilians. And here we are seeing this ridiculous war in Ukraine take place. Have we not learned our lesson? Have we not seen what happens when these weapons are used? You know, they're, talking, one artifact, they're talking about one a tactical artifact.
0: nuke. No, a, a, what, are they, what, what is it? A... Uh, I, I forget the language, but they're literally talking about like that they that they can drop something and it's not going to affect anybody else. Come on.
1: That's not how it works. No. I'll never forget the pictures of the children. Because the thing is, when you walk inside the museum, it, it seems peaceful at first, but when you see the entire exhibits, you will not walk out the same person. I challenge anyone to go to the Hiroshima Peace Museum. Mm. Go in there. I challenge you, if that won't affect you. I challenge you, if you won't cry. I cried. I was sad, and it stays with me. There was one artifact that stood out, and that was um, these ink glass bottles. They were fused together. And the one comment underneath the sign was, how hot was it for this to happen? How hot did it get for these ink glass bottles to fuse together? It was unnatural. And when you see the children, the elderly that were hit with this devastating weapon, Every minute that we're alive on this planet, we should be grateful for it. And yet we have these weapons of mass destruction pointed at each other. We have to be better. You know, we had a scare way early on when Hawaii got that danger um, message about nukes were incoming. And people were afraid and didn't know what to do. In
0: Hawaii, oh my God.
1: In in Hawaii of all places. And Tulsi Gabbard was talking about on the Joe Rogan show. It is a very real danger. We have to be better. You know, I actually walked by the building where the um, bomb dropped, the hypercenter. center. Um, you know, there's, there's a skeletal remains of the, the building. And inside the building, I saw two things that showed me that no matter what life will go on, there was a flower growing in the middle of the building. And then there was a little kitten right there. Life goes on. Amazing. And life is precious. We've got to be better than this. And these politicians and this corporate media that we have, they're lying to us all the time. Too much. Another thing, too. So here, here, let's 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 switch the move. Um, when I was in Iraq my first tour, uh, I was I was living in the basement before corporate media said millennials were living in basements. <laughs> I was living in basements before school. I was living in Saddam Hussein's basement in it's one of his palaces. So that's the thing, and I saw Dean Kane playing poker. He was winning, by the way. And I was doing a foot patrol, and I wanted, I wanted so badly to get in the game, even though I really sucked at poker. I was like, I think I could take out Dean Kane. But <laughs> Dean Kane was playing poker. He was, he was there to uh, motivate the troops. He was, was really great. It was a He's really an awesome actor. time. He was a great guy. Yeah, no, no, I got, I got a photo of me hanging out with Dean Kane. Yeah, Dean Kane was an awesome dude. Uh, so I, I know. I He's a Republican, or yeah, he went. All, he went all hardcore
0: right wing, huh? He, he, he's yeah, yeah, Fox News now.
1: I know, but you know, in his in his defense, folks, when I was there in 2005, he was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> he's a, <pretty>
0: cool guy. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a right. complete right wing uh, douchebag. At least to, to me, he was now.
1: cool. <laughs> at least, I'm, pro- I'm probably going to get canceled now, but no, he was pretty cool. With me. So there we go. So nice. there we go. So nice. um. And then uh, let's see. I worked at Costco, so Costco treats its workers well. Yes, um, they do. Thankfully. I'm, I'm, I'm. I I will give my biased position on that. Costco has treated, treated me well. Um, uh, let's see. I worked sometimes, occasionally, I work at the seafood department, and I actually ran into a U.S. senator. Uh. When I was serving at the sea, at, at, at the seafood sh- uh, show. So, what we'd have like every Sunday at Costco, there would be like a uh, like a road show. That's what it's called, or like a seafood road right, show. Right, 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 right. And right, right. So, like, you know, obviously there was the cooked food that was frozen, and then there was the raw food that was frozen, right? And so, obviously, you had to change your gloves so you don't cross contaminate raw food with cooked food because that's not safe for people, right? Of course. I'm going to leave the senator anonymous because they are a former (laughs) senator, but they were adamant for me not to change my gloves. Like, no, 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 just hurry up because I'm in a hurry. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I got my supervisor right there. I
0: can't do that. I'll get fired.
1: No, I can't do that. No (laughs) one, one. I had I had the store manager there and a few other higher people up there. They were kind of looking at me as like, like I can't. I'm, I'm I'm, fine. I'm going to use the newmanberg defense here. I'm following orders. I cannot, <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot just touch raw food with cooked food. And this senator actually had on their head, because I'm not going to give out their gender or anything like that, you know, former U.S. Uh, US senator. I'm like, get the fuck out. Like, I don't care if you're a senator or not, I or, or former senator or not. I will not cross-contaminate food for you. And this person got really upset with me and started <laughs> to yell at me and then complained to one of my managers. And then the store manager, thankfully, you know, came up to me and said, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, look, this person wanted me to touch the raw food with the cooked food. And there's a sign right behind me that says, Hey, can't do that. <laughs> change, change your gloves, change your gloves when you touch raw food if you're gonna go for cooked food. He says, Oh. Don't worry about it. Whatever. Like he, they basically heard like, okay, we'll talk to him. Wink. We'll make sure oh, so we we'll do all that. But I was like, man, fuck it. He's like, yeah, I do fine, kid. There you go. So there you go. That's, that's, that's some of the stuff we did. And um, yeah. Um, otherwise than that, uh, I'm.
0: But let's see. You talked to
1: so I, I wanted to ask
0: you a couple of things. I know we're, we're running up on two hours, believe it or not, but, or an hour and a half. Oh, no, but, we are. No, oh an hour, my God, a half, so an hour and a half, believe it or not. But, no, no, that's great. Oh, I, I love it. I got all the time in the world for you. But uh, I wanted to ask you about, like, some of the other shows and channels that you like to watch, that you like to go on to also. Like, I know Reef's been dying to have you on Reef After Dark, soon, so we'll have to oh. get you on that one for sure. Yeah,
1: I got to get. I gotta do
0: that, yeah. Uh, uh, but some of the other channel, I know you said you've been kind of head down and focused on on uh on building 99 perspectives and on building hardlands at Chicago corner and staffing up I also want to give a shout out to Kira Lo- love Kira want to get wanted to the send love out, out to Kira and Comfy Fitness and she's a mom now and and she did this through the whole Kira, pregnancy. Kira and, and
1: Laney are power Kira and lady houses. shout out to both of them they, great. they they if honestly I'm so glad we got them part of our team they are heavyweights and they're the best and what they do, and they're really, you know, honestly, honestly, they're two people I would want in my corner if I was part of a debate team because they are really knowledgeable, and they don't fuck around. They are on point and strong women. That's that's what I gotta say about them. They're strong women who really have set a standard at our studio of what it means to be a commentator and reporter of the news. I have absolute respect for Kira and Lainey. Um, and I'm so glad we got them part of our team. There's,
0: we're not letting them go. <laughs> I miss corporations behaving badly. We got to bring that back. Yeah. We got to bring that um, back for so, sure.
1: So, so so you asked me, like, what, what the- yeah, Other channels. Yeah, so, other, so, so other channels, other shows,
0: non-political stuff, too.
1: Okay, so so this will be, like, a little fun secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so I didn't finish this. I'm a fan of Warhammer 40K. It's set in the grim, dark future- um, humanity is under the rule of a theocratic, fascist, imperialist empire, but it's more complex than that. It's, 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 Warhammer 40k is my favorite series of lore. I, I just love it. And, uh, it's, it, it's, it's a great series. Just, hmm. it, it takes a while for people to learn. into it. um, a few YouTube channels that I like to watch, um, of course is, um, Fall of Civilization podcast. Kings and Generals, um, alternate history hub. Uh, what else? Tradey explainer. What else do I like to watch? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, um, uh, curi- Hold on, Oops. I think it's called Curiosity Stream. I think or curi- Curiosity Curiosity. Archive, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah, Second I think thought so. goes on there. Mm-hmm.
1: No, 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 no. It, it has to deal with like um, uh, alternative. Um, like speculative evolution. That's what it has to be.
0: Oh wow, that's I, cool. I,
1: I, I, don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think it's, it's um, And of course, there's 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 a few other um, science channels I like to watch. Because let's face it, I'm 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 a little bit of a nerd when it comes down to science, <laughs> and dinosaurs. My heart still belongs to paleontology. You know, so there we go. I'm a fan of paleontology. When it comes down to independent left news uh first of all shout out to any left that's promoting so many of us I, hey who is any left hmm, i wonder who they are
0: oh hmm. well, you're looking at you're looking at one of the guys it's it, you know but there are a couple one of, of volunteers uh but it's mostly me uh i started this thing about two years ago and but but uh, yeah. but in in our space i mean there's there's probably 200 people and it's grown tremendously look Four years ago, there was like you guys and Nico and MCSC and Convo and TYT and Tim Black and Jimmy, and that was about it, you know. Yeah, um, I know. And now look well, at, th- look at this foundation that that we've created.
1: Well, first, I have to give a shout out to Revolution Blackout Network. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. really um, expanded, and I'm really proud of all their com- uh, all their commentary, and I'm really proud to actually be on their show for next Saturday. Uh, shout out again to, uh, Nick also known as socials MMA, uh, for inviting me on. So that's going to be something. Shout out to sarcasm, stardust, uh, Misty, who, uh, again, uh, we actually saw her at the pre last year's Jimmy door show in Talia Hall in Chicago, All right. uh, the whole entire. Yeah. Yeah. The whole entire Orleans media team. We were at Talia Hall. I managed to, uh, uh, reserve a big table for us, so there was like twelve. Was there? We're we're all sitting at this table like mafia dots. Okay, we're all dressed up. We all look great, and we see Misty. We're like Misty, you know. There we are. We're, we're all sitting with all these bottles of wine and champagne. We got all this food in front of us. We're eating like damn hell ass kings, and no one can tell us what to do. It was it was it was it was a great time. So shout out to Misty. She's got her own radio show, and I'm gonna be on her show on Monday which will be great. Uh, shout out to Nico House. I'm going shout on Tuesday Tire, with Bistie. Casa, Casa Network. Um, shout out to um, Convo Couch, Fiorella, mm-hmm. and Pasta. I guess Pasta was upset that I was calling Frank, but so there we go. <laughs> I guess. But uh, there we go. Shout out to Pasta. Um, shout out to um, Frank Analysis, Jackson Hinkle. Shout out to Jimmy Dore. Um, shout out to uh, Graham Elwood, Ron Cohn, Lee Camp, you know, I'm naming all these people because these are the same people that went to bat for us when we first got hit in suppression. Same thing for Indie Left, too. You guys went to bat for us, too, when we got hit, not once, but four times. So, yep. you know, I, I want to see different people's <laughs> perspectives and points of view. And, yes, I do watch some libertarian channels, too, just to hear what they're saying, too, because I'm curious what they're thinking, what's going on. So uh, those are some kind of channels I watch. Oh, that's great. Again, that- science science fiction. Educational,
0: you know, and it's funny and right I, now.
1: My whole mindset is just building myself up.
0: It's a lot of the core of what what a lot of us watch too. Okay, uh, convo, and again, I'll be on Misty's show on Tuesday. I'm so glad you'll be on on Monday. I know, you know, so proud of her for for taking the leap, and actually, you know, she's she's excited about doing the radio, and it's something she's been wanting to do for a long time. So. So happy to, to be on her show and to talk about censorship and talk about press freedom and to talk about all the things that are going on right now. Um, narrative management, man, um, again to the point where I started even writing. It, it motivated me to 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 point out like the misinformation and find the points where they're showing pictures from 2016 and footage from 2018 and glossing over the Azov battalion and you know. And, but what's amazing is we're breaking through in our space and we know everything that's going on. And we're, we're like, how does everybody not know about this? And then I turn to the people who are like the normies in my space, the people that aren't like plugged into all this. And all they learn is what they see on corporate news and what they're watching on CNN and MSNBC. And they hear Putin is Hitler. And that, uh, Ukraine is, is, is lily white and nato didn't do anything wrong and nato's not really trying to explore Well, we're trying to explain but we never promised that we wouldn't and russia shouldn't have any problem with that why does nato exist in the first place at this point uh there are so many things that are not even discussed and allowed to be in the parameters again I appreciate that you are constantly calling to that. And I love that when you get so angry and passionate about something at night, you're sitting home, you're fired up, you've already done your full freaking day and you've done an hour long news show, an hour long Patreon show, and you get so fired up, you're like, fuck man, I got to go live right now and I got to get this out right now. And you sit right there, and you on us for 45 minutes, and I love it to death. And again, we gotta call it Night Riding with Kit. We gotta get it. We gotta get a thumbnail. There's, so th- you know, uh, uh, reef is talking about Buster Rhymes doing the Fired Up song. You know, the with the with the Night Rider music. We've already got the whole thing laid out. We got theme song. We got we got thumbnail. Jesse Jet's gonna no, play. No, I'm you. on
1: I'm on board to seeing this because there's a lot of things I want to do love uh, for, for 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 the show. Um, and you know what? I'm just proud of seeing so many people step up from you to everyone in independent media and even to the audience watching. You know, you know, I'm I'm humbled by the support. I'm shocked by the support. And it tells me that I just got to redouble my efforts because I didn't know I made such an impact on a lot of people and it tells me that there's people listening but more importantly I want those same people that are listening to help inspire others in your community, in your state to do more too, because it's just not about, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) excuse me about that. It's not about hard lens media. It's about ensuring that we have a free press. It's ensuring that free speech is protected. And I believe in the fundamentals of free speech. But to everyone watching, be you Republican, Libertarian, conservative, liberal, Democrat, socialist, communist, green, independent. You have to be clear on what you're reporting and you have to be objective to everything. Even people that you respect, even politicians be like, yeah, that's my guy or gal. You've got to call them out when they do wrong. You just can't be a cheerleader and be like, well, I'm with them 100%. No, 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 that's not how journalism works. So however you identify politically, that's your personal bias and I get it. Look, I have my biases too. I'm not gonna lie here and say, oh, I'm I'm just, I have my biases, but at the same time too, if I don't challenge my perspective and points of view, if I don't challenge people that I do respect, I'm failing at my job at being a journalist. I'm failing at my job of doing my show and you have to call out everyone. That's the idea of a free press. When there's corruption, When there's abuse of power, you have to call them out. Even if it's people you respect, you have to call them
0: out. Have to. Okay, nobody is above reproach. Everybody needs to be held accountable for their actions, for their words, okay including the people in congress that went there and said they were going to stand and and fight for us that are going to challenge leadership that have not we're constantly again i'm i'm done with them at this point because we know that they're not going to do it and we have to either replace them but even electoral politics isn't where it's at again mutual aid and rbn calling out to mutual aid helping the person next to you who needs help is more important today than getting somebody elected to congress We've got to help the people next to us because there's so many people today that need help. Uh, uh, the cash apps, the the authority of the GoFundMe healthcare plan that a third of Americans are dealing with right now. It's it's disgraceful. And again, you guys are, are on the front lines fighting for all the right things to help every day. 99% are Americans. That again, you've got a sect in corporate media that's trying to gloss over. And again, set the parameters of... What is acceptable conversation? Okay, talking about uh, healthcare access, right? And again, changing the conversation, changing the narrative. No healthcare for everyone. Again, Russia. Russia's so bad. Guess what? Russia gives healthcare to all their citizens. We don't. Mm-hmm. You know, Putin's such such a, a fascist dictator. Every Russian's got got healthcare. Every Russians going to school, if they want to. I mean. Uh, They don't live in a communist utopia or anything like that. They live in a in in a capitalist society as well at this point. I mean, rule by oligarchs, exactly like us. I mean, you know, and and there's there's no uh, there's no utopia there either. Um, and, and the saber rattling has been really scary over the last couple. months. again, I want to shout out to Tara Reid, who has been beating the drum like crazy about what they're trying to do here, and the fact that they're calling you know, that they're trying to change the narrative to allow for some acceptable nuclear type of a strike whatsoever, and a preemptive nuclear strike. That's—we've never been about anything like that. I mean, it's—it's it's beyond disgraceful. Where we didn't even—we like, caused this thing.
1: And you know what? Here's the thing. um, I've seen somebody in the chat. Alex M, you're saying, unfortunately, there's not enough of us to make real change. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. I'm going to hold on to the audacity of hope. There's a lot of us out there. It's just not enough of us that woke up to it. But let me take the hit for hope. Let me get myself burnt by the flame of hope. There are a lot of us out there just not enough people woke up their alarms haven't woke up yet mm-hmm. there is and so long as there is life, there is hope Alex.
0: you're an optimist and
1: so and and wait wait the thing is i know there's a lot of people that push back well you're full of shit kid. and you know what they're, they're right too but i gotta hold on to hope for something better and i look forward to the day where I have to step aside where people better than me are speaking truth to power and people are leading the way for a better future. And what I'm gonna do here, spoiler alert, season finale of the great life of Kit Camello. As soon as I see all those good people, better people than me stepping up on that stage, I'm just gonna say, Hey, I gotta take a piss, walk off the stage. And that's it. Because I know that the world will be in better hands. So there we go. That's oh, how man. it ends.
0: So I think that's probably a good place to to say thank you and and cut it for tonight. And again, this is not going to be the last time I talk to Kid Cabello. Kid is a lot li- is his no, friends for life. He'll be back. We'll be doing this. We'll be doing streams on Indie News Network. We're going to be doing some, some more group and network streams and involving other networks like Hardlands, like RBN, like MCSC. Um and again, I, I thank you for coming on tonight. I loved learning a little, a few things about you. I'm going to let you do some plugs. So go, go ahead. I'm going to give you the floor.
1: Uh, yeah, um, Alex M. You said you can be an optimist for me. Mine died years ago, and Mona said mine died last year. Don't give up, okay? YouTube. That goes for everyone. I know things seem bleak. I know things seem dark. I agree with you, man. There are days where I look at it where it is impossible but don't give up and you want to know why because people look at you too as well hope. you must be that best to everyone watching that wants to give up i know it seems easy to give up on optimism i know it seems easy to give up but you can't and i don't care what your political ideology is we all no matter what part of the world we live in There's somebody like you that lives in different parts of the country or different parts of the world, apologies. But there's even somebody like you that lives in different parts of this country as well. But there's someone that lives that's like you that lives in different parts of the world as well. We have to push forward. If we give up now, we're giving up on those behind us. And the thing is that next generation is going to be better than us. And if we want them to be better than us, then we gotta fight for them. It might be the end for us, but it's not the end for them. If we give up now, what are we saying to them? Do we look at them straight in the eye and say like, oh, we just gave up. That's it. It was just too hard. Mona, Alex M, and everyone watching, I know you're stronger than this. I know you're better than this. And you don't need somebody like me, some jag off to tell you that you're better. Because I know you're better. Of course. Always do that what is right. Never back down. And I know it seems tough. Look, there are days where I want to give up too, but I can't. When I go ahead and sit in front of that camera, I know I'm going to report some bad news. I'm going to be talking about some bad things, but there is hope. And As so long as there is life, there is always going to be hope. Don't back down and don't be that person who says they wish they could have helped. And yes, those are words that Jake Bueger said, but I'm going to take those words. And when I say them, fight. It and fight harder than me. And be better than me. So don't give up. Everyone watching, I know it's easy to give up. It's really easy to give up. But how strong are you to stand tall and say no? So don't back down, okay? For me, don't back down
0: and and kids there fighting for you 7 days a week i'm there fighting for you reefs there fighting for you He's there and look there, there are people that are there that that do this that are really they're, they're lifers lee camp i got tara i mean this this is what we do is 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 to call out the corruption to call out the people at the that the quote unquote top that are the, that are making the decisions that are affecting our lives that aren't ever listening and Get the get the volcano. Love it. Okay, volcano party. Shout out, shout out to E. Heller. uh uh, uh hardlands mod extraordinaire as well. Um, yeah, shout
1: out to e Heller. He made our website what it is. Edward, you're watching. You made our website what it is, man. Can't thank awesome. you enough, bro.
0: He's he's great peeps. So again, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Uh we're gonna we're gonna cut this up, we're gonna put it on podcasts, we'll do some clips as well. Uh, kit again just appreciate your time appreciate the effort appreciate your passion appreciate you being in this space your friendship and uh and we're gonna continue to fight this fight together every day and and push it up the mountain every day and uh and solidarity my friend and and have a great saturday night and uh and everybody take care love you all and uh and Cheers. we'll see you real soon bye, everyone bye
1: Who are these people?